Branding is a set of expectations, memories, stories, and relationships that, taken together, account for a consumer's decision to choose one product or service over another. And Words were from Seth Godin. And Welcome to Startup Half Hour, the show that gets you past dreaming into doing. And today, we'll be talking about branding a startup. But before we do that, our regular song is Time That Money. Let's go. Yes, so my country people, time now, money, make you use them well, well. Welcome back. This is Startup Half Hour on Excel 106.9 FM. My name is Francis Onuk, your regular host, and I'm here to talk about branding a startup. One of the worst mistakes startups can do is copying other businesses or internet trends, values, and images. Startups naturally have something that is unique and connected and connect them to super strongly um, with their target audience. And that's why we're talking about branding today because a lot of people, they've gotten the old concept of branding. You know, when they say, I, I want to brand, it has turned to like, I want to go and design maybe particularly a logo or a flyer, but we're going to break it down to what branding is and why, how you can actually brand your startup. So I, I will just talk about um, my own journey I'm a graphic artist and um, a brand builder. I've been trying to, I've worked with several organizations in helping them understand their branding needs. Uh, so let's go back to the definition by Seth Godin, who is a famous um, brand and marketing person. He says that is a brand is a set of expectations, memories, stories, and relationships that are taken together. Let's go back again. Expectations, memories, stories, and relationships that taken together. So it's not just logo. It's not, um, I, I want to brand, you go and print a banner. I want to brand, um, you are doing package design. I want to do, it's just all of these things coming to, and they're taken together and they account for a consumer's decision to choose one product or service over another. And in my own um, years of experience starting a business, I'm going to be talking about um my own experience over 15 years in branding i i can see sometimes many of us have actually had this idea or this experience whereby you go to the supermarket and then you had to you wanted to buy something and then another brand caught your attention because of the package design and you decide to try that out and that's one of the things that good branding does and um, it makes your consumer be able to or your audience be able to choose your product or not but let's talk about how you can get a good branding for your startup. Well, I'll first start with this. Go back to your story. As I found that your story is very, very unique and starting a business is 
has different reasons or many young founders have different reasons for starting a business. You may look at how other businesses in your sector communicate their brands and try to copy or blend in like them. But well, this may be a wrong move. So you have to go back to your story. What's your story? You must you can think about growing up while growing up or what influenced um, some major decisions while you were becoming a young adult or you look at how you saw a need for something. Going back to your story means just looking back and writing out some things and um, this will help you find out the true essence of why you're going into business and for me like when we started the root hub it's, it's just simple we, we we came up with something that okay there's a problem but we're going back to our root root hub and and that that that, that is something that elicits that kind of story for us number two define what influences your brand a lot of persons just say i want i want i want someone to help me come up with an identity just like company a b c or xyz it's not necessarily about um looking like other companies or companies that are actually bigger what you have to do is to find your business personality what 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 influence you as a founder what what is that thing that you can express in multiple ways? Is it that if I'm going to do a logo and choosing brand colors, is there a particular style or is there a tone of voice? Is it that you have a particular value that people can naturally say about your business or some trait, and um, people within your company can think and feel and behave like what you think? So you have to find what defines your brand number three think about your target audience this is something that people a lot of people just actually over uh, overlook because um it's not you branding for yourself it's you branding for other people so when people say i want to i want to give a, a i want to start a business that will do so, so so and so stuff they will be tailoring it based on their own likes and interests without thinking of who will buy this product so you have to look at the demographics are they male are they female uh, are they within a particular age or um, do they actually like this kind of things or this other stuff? You have to research about your target audience. Most businesses, your products are not for everyone. You have to find your core target and then think about them and actually profile them so they can have an idea of what you want to do. Number four, have a mission statement. Many of us used to think of um, starting a business and writing a business plan that it starts with a vision and mission statement. And when we think of that, we'll begin to write long sentences that um, maybe we copy from another person's own or it just sounds nice, but it's not true to your core. So having a mission statement should be tied to your company's mission. So for instance, the root hub's mission is create, engage, deploy. That's short, that's short. But you see, the, the longer version is to create opportunities engage people and deploy ideas this mission has actually helped us to actually stay true to what we started with and then anytime we want to do something we think about this particular mission are we creating are we engaging or are we deploying ideas let's look at another company that has a very wonderful um, mission statement google google says to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful that is a very concise mission statement so you could think about finding your own mission statement think about it what do i want to solve how do i want to solve it who are those people am i going to look at for and how can i concisely put out my vision or my mission statement out there number five put together a mood board hmm, a mood board what's a mood board i um, growing up there we used to have what you call a scrapbook in secondary school 
um you just pick up different pictures decorate it and you know write stories and put everything there that can be likened to a mood board and uh, nowadays where everything is going digital you can create a mood board on pinterest and just pick up different images different stuff that interests you and put them together for instance you're trying to find a kind of um, look that you want and you've seen some other logo somewhere or a picture somewhere or something out there you just pick them together and arrange them it helps you understand the overall vision or um, or action that you're going to take number six find your colors 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 it's funny that the um a lot of people just overlook the fact that colors have meaning and they just choose colors as it as they feel they say okay i like this color because it's my favorite color but you know colors play a very good role in putting together your brand um identity for a startup choose colors that have meanings that also attract attention there's some colors that will push people away i'll give an example some person will say oh i love red but in using red red is a very strong color so sometimes if you use too much of red rather than attract it actually takes people away from your brand and it always screams danger 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 so if you're going to use red you find another color that will cool down the red at yeah, some people use gray some people use blue with red you know stuff like that and then try not to use a very shouty color of red and i teach that in my graphic design classes and i say yes you can get the straight out of the bottle red but don't use that find a shade or a tint of that red to make your colors interesting and not just um, sh- um simple okay so how do you get colors on maybe on your mobile phone or on the internet you can search for color palette online you can search colors that go with green and you see palettes that you can see there. okay these colors are nice this ones are this or you can search colors for, that go well with blue you know just search for that or use a, a, a tool called adobe color which is a very free tool you just type in adobe color and it comes up and you can actually see how you can find your own colors um this is where we're going to take a quick break and when we come back um we'll continue so much more tips on how you can brand your startup every day opportunity they show up even when yawa don't gas don't waste your life oh hope say things go change they change day your hand learn digital skills today in a practical and interactive way join the roots of four weeks program and learn digital design web development Digital marketing and computer basics for flexible payments option is available. Hurry now to Ruth Up, Akis Plaza, Opposite Boom Hall, IBB Avenue, Yo, or call 0809-242-7901. Ruth Up, create, engage, deploy. board number six, find your colors. And right now we're talking about number seven, the one that a lot of persons actually always rush into. Design your logo. I will give you some few tips in designing a logo. Yeah, get a professional to do it and make sure you're not infringing on someone else's rights. I've seen lots of people get um, stock logos from the internet, change some colors and then use it up. Um, The problem with this is that as a startup, you have to think big. You have to think the future because after getting a logo, you may want to trademark it. And uh, trust me, if you've searched for a logo and you find out that that logo is existent or similar to some other company's own, you will not be able to trademark that stuff. And along the line, they can actually ask you to stop trading in that logo. So just just think about it. Find a professional that can do something very unique, something very catchy, something very simple. We don't need logos that are too complex. Uh, you're joining 
101 things together because that is all that makes up your mission statement. You could go for an abstract logo look or you could go for an icon logo look or just just keep it simple and then also make sure that you have the black and white version. This is something I always tell people. They'll say, no, 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 give me the color. I don't like the black version. Every business must have a black and white version of a logo because rather than using the color ones on, say, pictures and um, other brand collaterals, just use a simple black version or white version of your logo. And for me, whenever I design logos for people, the truth is I work with black and white first before adding color. If your logo can sit well and look very nice in black and white, then color will just be just an added um, advantage so have a black and white version and then your logo once they finish designing collect it in different formats you need um, a pdf version you need a png black and white you need a jpeg you need a, maybe a adobe illustrator version just about all those versions will give you a wide variety and then you can email it to yourself and have that already saved in your j um, in your google um, drive and then anytime anyone wants your logo or you want to use a logo somewhere you can easily have access to it like for me all of our assets are on different um, platforms like canva it's easy for you to just walk get a picture that you that you snap by yourself or by a photographer you just put on your logo there so they can protect and tell people that this picture of this product or service is coming from your place so design your logo with a professional please 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 don't say Mr. A's um, offering 2,000 naira, and this one is saying, find out what the person is going to give you. Some people copy logos from the internet and give you, and you pay that money and think, ah, she is a logo now. You've gotten it. You have to think clearly about what you want. Communicate. Even if you can't draw, communicate on paper or do something on paper and give to the designer. Let the designer be able to express your vision. Right, that's number seven, design your logo. Number eight, choose your typography. This is something else most startup owners do not understand. Your typography actually sends out a meaning. When I say typography, I mean the kind of fonts you use, how you use them. If you use a lot of playful, playful um, typography, that means your 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 tone, your brand tone is that you're, you're, you're making it very playful. So I'll give an example. Um, most schools like to use... Um, cartoon characters and um, cartoon fonts in personal message why because they want to let you know that okay we are targeted to towards kids and we want parents to know that this is a child-friendly institution but if you see their logos they try to work with kind of semi-serious um typography of fonts so choose your typography very very well we have different types of typography we have the serif and sans serif serif fonts have accents around them and sans serif are sometimes called um, the ones that don't have any kind of um, distinguishing factor. They're just straight to the point and they have no accent. That's why they call it sans serif without um, the serif accent. So you choose your typography very well. And I always tell people, most startup businesses, like um, even for like the root hub, we've stuck to a particular font family that we use across all touch points um, and it's called the Futura font. So find a font family that will give you different widths different shapes, different styles, and makes it easily recognizable. So if you're going to work with plenty fonts, try to work with just two. And to help set the tone for how your identity should look like. Um, the next one is to, number nine, have a brand guide. Ah, the importance of a brand guide. I've seen people actually say, ah, okay, um, I'm, I want to be part of this. I want you to partner with this. And then 
they say okay send your logo ah go go, go on the internet now you see it now uh, or um, can you forward it to me you send it through whatsapp or something and the person says the quality was low or i just used it this way having a brand guide is easy because you can state out the color codes that you use so they don't go and use a color that is similar to what you have but they stay consistent with the kind of colors you need states the color code has the typography the name of the fonts you use for your identity um it has your use like this in terms of use like this your logo do not use this way do not change it to this color you are stating all the things about your um, brand that that guide will help anybody who is handling anything and follow up in terms of consistency so having a brand guide is very very important don't say only big companies do brand guides small businesses who are very serious about being intentional and consistent must have a brand guide so after designing your logo you can actually ask your designer to do something like a brand guide that will help you and any other person stick to the original core of what you're doing number 10 which is actually the last um, one is be consistent be consistent i cannot overemphasize this okay so a lot of persons actually think that once i have a logo today it's green next month you change the color to blue next month you change it to another color you're actually to an extent confusing people so stay consistent to a particular one once you've started with that stick with it if you want to freshen things up a bit particularly for your um logos on how it appears Rather than using the color version, have a black and white version, which is a safe thing for you to go with because most things that we do now is digital. And if your logo is quite um, s- small in size, when I say small in size, I mean in file size, but actually stays true to resolution, it can work across different media or different, um, what do you call it, devices. So or- already be consistent with everything that you do and be intentional, be intentional. This is something that you have to be careful about. Your brand is your identity. It's if if you want to mess it up, you're messing up. You're going to harm your business. So if you if someone else messes up your um, brand, you need to find out that this should not go out there. Except this is done. So you're going to be placing several check marks to see what type of pictures do we use. Do not take pictures that uh, you find online because it could be someone else's property. So you could curate your own pictures and pay. A photographer or use your smartphone to take them then when you take them make sure that these are the type of pictures you use for your social media and um, um, social media communication because that will really really make sure things go as planned and then it will help in the consistency so even if i meet your brand today and over time i start following you up on your branding if i see that consistency it keeps me um or keeps your audience feeling like oh okay they haven't changed they're still the same so if they give out great knowledge and value the next thing is that because you're consistent in your branding it makes people feel that you are still giving out great value and you have to keep that consistent all right so we're talking about how to brand your business if the brand and branding is well thought out and well executed it can underpine your business success and make all sorts of creative and business decisions a whole lot easier don't start today this is one tip i would like to give to you before you start working on your brand identity make sure the naming process has been done the naming process has been registered you are registered as a corporate entity with the corporate affairs commission before you start working on your brand identity the truth is you can work on a brand identity and then 
when you it's time for you to launch out, you find out that the name is not available. So do the first things first. Go and register your name under the CAC. Now, after registering that, you have started business with your brand identity. You're going out there. I'll give you a, a very short story. I know someone who actually made the mistake of um, starting a business with a particular name. And by the time the name got popular, it was already with a logo, actually. The name was not available, so she had to go back and do all of those things again. You would lose your customers. You would lose your clientele because you're coming out to say, oh, sorry, my name has changed from so-so-and-so stuff. It is now like this. People are going to be wondering what happened. So put um, the cat behind the horse and not in front of the horse so that you can get things done properly. So, like I said, branding is a serious thing for startups. It is a serious thing. Um, sorry, it's a serious thing. I've seen um, people who started small and then along the way want to take it out there. They now find out that they have to do some things like getting intellectual property, trademarks and all of those things. And you find out that you don't own any of those things. Identity is something that once you're ready, you can actually file for a tr- um, trademark, register trademark or um, for... Um, how do they call it um, for any of those legal protections so that once you have those papers investments will come in and then they will ask for some of this what do you hold what as a, not just as a business founder what do you have that um, will add value to this business if you're going to invest and you say oh yes I have intellectual property I have trademark on this and this and this oh okay good that means you took a very conscious step of protecting yourself and your business which is going to tell a whole lot for them to them investors to feel okay i can trust this guy more because this person has this so branding a small business let's just give a small recap um, a quick recap on what we have to do go back to your story going back to your story means finding out what you want to do what was your what was your idea of this business why did you want to start this um, you can look at what influenced you or who made an impact on you either in the business sector or what problems are solving go back to your story number two define what influences your brand there are people out there who think um, okay i'll give an example with that um, tesla motors tesla motors is not founded by tesla but is owned by elon Musk. but he named it tesla because Tesla was one very, very brilliant scientist in um, in those in those days. And um, he kind of like follows through the kind of influence the person had and said, okay, you know what, let me name it after this to give the kind of um, homage to this person. So define what influences your brand. Think about your target audience. Number three, think about your target audience. Knowing your audience will determine how you're going to be to tailor what your brand identity should look like so you have to know who your audience is you can use demographics like um, interest age region location wherever they are or gender just check about different ways and know how to get your target audience number four have a mission statement having a mission is not just a paragraph or sentence that you use flowery words to fix into your business plan it always sounds nice it looks all serious if someone reads this this person will know find out after knowing that your core your your story bring it out into a mission and i said okay like the root of is create engage deploy to create opportunities engage people and deploy ideas so find your own mission statement number five put together a mood board how do you put together a mood board you can actually take pictures that you've seen online and bring them together or use pinterest pin your different stuff and see how of how 
what other influences or people wh- what other people are doing out there and then you can say okay i love this i love this bring them together it will help straighten or should i bring your vision into one big picture number six find your colors choosing colors actually is a very important step of brand identity colors have meaning some colors have um, a relation to a particular sector for instance blue is taken as um, a color for people in the technology sector you can find whatever colors it could be your favorite colors and um, or it could be a color that you feel will match well with what you do but find colors that have meaning and also attracts and know how to use them well and you can do that on adobe color which is a free tool or number seven design your logo this is the process everybody feels it's just simple it's not just on the computer just just do one or two things the logo will come out i cannot pay so much for a logo um my dear it's not like that because you might go the cheap route now and then suffer the consequences in future that's one i've seen a lot of persons do that when it's time for you to trademark your logo you find that it is infringing on someone else's right see it's so easy for someone to just say you know what let's write a letter to you cease and desist if they take it further you say no no no, no. I, I i registered this first registering as a cac on, on the cac platform it's enough it might not be enough protection because you have to look for other legal means to protect your identity so design your logo with a professional design your logo with a professional and then get all your assets in different formats number eight choose your typography fonts also plays a major role in how people interact with you some fonts are funny um some fonts are comical some are serious some are semi-serious some are playful so just find a way um, the kind of fun that will co- communicate your brand to other people and then um, that would work and then how you use them and how you arrange them number nine have a brand guide a brand guide is a document that contains all of the information about your identity so it contains your logo how to use your logo why not to use your logo and um, the fonts that you're using the colors the color codes um, how to use them on images, how to use them on websites, the f- size and all of those things. This is this is a very comprehensive document that you, every startup owner needs because it's going to help you find out different, um, stay consistent because of people, when you send that stuff out there, people can actually say, okay, um, this company wants me to do it like this, not for me using my head to say, okay, let me just put the logo this way or I can put the logo on the background, but the brand that this does not allow you to do that. So have a brand guide. Then the last one was be consistent. Use your brand assets in a consistent way. So if you're fond of putting um, your logo at the right side of an image, you can actually t- and change them from right or left or just find a particular way of how you use your logo on your images or your designs. Be consistent in what you do. Do not change today and say, okay, this is how I want to do. I feel like this morning I want to change it. I want to use red and red is not in your color. And then you now feel okay let me just use red next tomorrow you don't change to green you must stick to at, at least for a while something consistent and then find ways of how you can pass on that consistency message to everyone so what kind of thoughts have you had i hope you've learned something today and um you can drop us a message so that we can actually find out if you um if you're following up and you have issues you can drop us a message on 08092 Four two seven nine zero one zero eight zero nine two four two seven nine zero one. And if you'd like to reach me to handle any of your um, branding problems, same number, or you can send me a simple email at francisonook at gmail.com.
Razonok is my name. I've had a wonderful time to, on today's edition. Thank you for listening in. Bye-bye.